0: The Death Star. That thing's operational.
1: Dr. Banner, now might be a really good time for you to get angry.
0: That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 8 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise and geek and pop culture. I'm your host Marshall and with me is my co-host Will. Say hello, dude. Hey, everybody. My wife is telling me I'm <laughs> super loud. So she's in the room. I might leave this in. And apparently, she's telling me I'm loud. But I'm podcasting. And we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverage. What are you drinking this week,
0: man? Uh, this week, I'm not feeling too hot, so I'm actually back to Sprite.
1: Hmm.
0: It's not as exciting as what I have. So this week,
1: I am drinking Laganita Sucks. But it doesn't, because it's one of my favorite breweries. But... Uh, there's a story that goes along with it. It's called Lagunita Sucks Brown Sugar Substitute Ale. It's amazing. And this is a quart. This is 32 ounces. 32 ounces. This show might be good. Uh, so it says, <laughs> We brewed this beer to replace our holiday release in the cold and capacity-bound winter of 2011. It was quickly sucked out of our brewery, leaving our capacity problem a little worse off than before. Oh, well. It's good to have friends. Cheers. And share this one with an amigo. I mean, why would you not? Why would you not drink a, a beer that
0: uh, has a story? You know, the whole point. You brought up the uh, the thirty two ounces. It just reminded me of that line from Archer where Pam goes, "I only had eight beers, <laughs> 40s? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
1: good. All right. So again, if you'd like to suggest an amazing beer that I could try, I'm going to try to change it up every week. So let me know. I'm in. So, before we get started, if you have comments or questions or want to read the blogs discussed on the show, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and find us on Google Plus and Facebook at facebook.com slash theusualpodcast. We are also on pinterest.com slash usualpodcast and on Tour Network. You can reach me at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will can be found at Griggs. We are now on Stitcher and iTunes, so take the time to give us a positive rating and like and share us on all the other social medias. Uh, as always, we have the timestamps in the show for our non-SWOTOR fans because we do start the show with SWOTOR. Uh, please give us feedback on Twitter or leave us a comment on Facebook or on a website if you have suggestions for how we can improve the show. Flipside, we didn't get to it this week. Arranging things with that man is very difficult. So if you're following the Flipside podcast, we're hoping to record this weekend. We have a follow-up to our selfie stick discussion. It won't be 30 minutes long this week, I promise. But we got our hands on a selfie stick. We experimented.
0: Okay, two things to interrupt here. My friend Carolyn, who hopefully Carolyn is now listening to this podcast, she's actually going to Emerald City Comic Con next week, right? Mm-hmm. Up in Seattle. And there was a debate on Facebook among her and her friends on whether or not they should buy a selfie stick oh because Lord. they they found one for ten dollars. And now she had like community. a Yeah, and she had like a forty percent discount. So I of course I had to mention the flip side mm-hmm. on there and then did you ever get the uh follow the link i talked to about the seattle guy going to the uh
1: oh i got that i have to okay. read through it though now i'm i'm excited to see what happens with that that's <laughs> sure. is always fun even if you don't know the people
0: absolutely it's an idea for flip side so you know follow the flip side people and, and check out these uh, funny stories
1: it's always fun and weird and you know we don't we don't we don't go on for too long about one subject usually but last week was a rare a rare thing um <laughs> uh, so anyway, we do have a sponsor audible.audibletrial.com slash usual podcast you can get a 30 day free trial complete with a credit for a free audiobook download and again, I always have suggestions because I've just consumed two more audiobooks in the last time well finished two audiobooks. I did finish a new dawn by John Jackson Miller, so I'm waiting for you to catch up so we can have a little discussion about that. It was very very good. Uh, I would definitely say the second half of the book is much better than the first, uh, but we can talk about that in the future. And again, that is the Star Wars Rebels prequel. Prequel? It's not really a prequel, but pre-Star Wars Rebels. Uh, Kanan and Hera running around, just meeting, right. and that kind of thing. It's really, really good. Yeah, I think I'm going to set up my Audible
0: tomorrow and download that and start listening to it since it's spring break, so I have the time.
1: Yeah, do that. Free books are good, so... AudibleTrial.com dot com slash usual podcast. So anyway, we have um I finished what well, I also finished Game of Thrones book three, which was really good as well. Um I'm pretty current with the with the season now. I guess that's starting again. Mm-hmm. Except I don't have HBO. That might be <laughs> a problem. So anyway, I'm gonna start uh Air to the Empire. I'm gonna start Air to the Jedi by Kevin Hearn pretty quick here, and that is again, like we mentioned last time, the Luke novel. That is That's the second
0: straight week you've done that.
1: What? Messed up the Heir to the Empire thing? Yeah. Look, Thrawn. Come on, dude. Right? Thrawn! (laughs) Oh, that was good. All right, so last suggestion for Audible again. If you you are behind on reading or want to read, Audible.com is awesome. I've been a, I've been a, a subscriber for years and years, and uh, I also recommend, if you're a SWOTOR fan, because we're about to get into SWOTOR, Deceived and Revan are both amazing SWOTOR novels. Uh, and we do have a donate button on our website. You can do that if you don't want to deal with the audible madness, and we will take money, too. Any a little bit of help. It's all good. Uh, all right. I guess we're ready. SWTOR? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to say absolutely. You're so predictable. <laughs>
0: Well, it's All just, right. I'm old.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's that, too. I'm about to get older, too. Birthday's in a couple of weeks. Hmm. Let's not talk about that. All right. So, we <laughs> <laughs> weekend game, dude. What'd
0: you, what were you up to in SWOTOR? Uh I actually got a game quite a bit more than I have been lately, because it is officially spring break for me. Awesome. So, um, I took advantage of that, and I started uh, doing some spring cleaning, you know, by cleaning out, like, storage and... Organiz- organizing, I know it's the you're OCD. really you're really taking the spring part to it. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, bite me. Now, it's a <laughs> you know organizing storage and you know organizing you know, materials and stuff like that. Um, and I'm trying to come up with a uh, you know, and actually I'm hoping for some suggestions from the community here. Is I need to come up because I wasn't able to game a lot during the quarter because I just couldn't. I'm trying to come up with a good gaming calendar. So I can just like plan my weekend game out, so I know I can get some in every day. But you know, every time so far, I just I log in. I'm like, okay, well, what do I want to do now? So like, I started looking at dailies and weeklies and stuff that I could get like the most bang out of my time. Um, So I spent. I'm wondering how many
1: people do that. I wonder how many people in the community actually plan out their game. I know the the raiders do, and the. You know, and the progression guys do for sure, but I wonder. You know, but for somebody who's players, strictly you know?
0: PVE and, and solo, it's it's mm-hmm. you know, there's still a ton of stuff that you can do that, you know, are time limited, like dailies and weeklies, and and you know, just what's better for server pops and stuff like that. So, any suggestions? You know, hit, hit us up on you know at the usual uh, the usual podcast at gmail.com or uh, hit me up on Twitter. I am Will Griggs. But I spent uh, all day, day before yesterday, not all day, but you know, quite a few hours, uh, just doing dailies, right? I went to Dolphy and I got a list of all the daily quests everywhere in the game, and I just started going through. So I hit everything on Bell Savis CZ one ninety eight. Uh, I hit most of the GSI. I got three out of the four planets, and I hit black hole. Right? It took me you know a few hours, and I did that, and it got me a million credits. Just doing that, um, you know. Just doing the, the the missions wasn't getting me all that, but all the bonuses, and then um, you and know you can solo
1: the weeklies in the Black Hole, and so you can definitely get exactly. You know, you get so I did solo that,
0: that and mm-hmm. but it's also picking up all the gear and stuff that you don't need, and then selling it and back, selling and it. exactly. So you know, just a few hours work got me a million credits. So money can be made. People hate dailies.
1: Exactly. I like them.
0: Yeah, I actually like dailies because, <laughs> first of all, because I'm an achievement whore, there's yeah. tons of daily things in there. Oh, you'll be proud of me, dude. I'll tell you in a minute. Sorry. A, lot of, the, a lot of the uh, achievement dailies I have left are in regards to PvP, you know, player versus player stuff. And so I'm, uh, yeah, so I'm a- almost immediately now, even though we're on a PvE planet, I'm just flagging myself for PvP. And then if anybody else happens to be flagged, I just, you know, I gank him. I hate ganking, but... You know, I need to get some of these achievements knocked out. So I feel bad. I was doing the GSIs and I was going around Tatooine and there was this. You were PvP? Level... No, I just had myself flagged for PvP. Oh. And so I was going around doing the GSIs on Tatooine and I felt bad, but there's this little thirty level 36 guy just chilling on a cliff and I'm like, yeah, you're flagged for PvP. Oh. So I just tick you out and <laughs> moved on. You should have got his name so you could say sorry. <laughs> yeah, well I mean I did I typed into general chat that I was sorry But I was like, you know You did it, Aww, It's cute. not, well, because I hate ganking, right But I'm not I the know. type of guy who You know, I remember this one experience When I was first getting on Republic 2 And I was on Or Mandel This guy just camped out by the respawn And I could not, I mean I ended up having to log out of the character Because it was like 10 straight times I would respawn And take me out right away And I'm like, that's just superfluous And, and not mm. cool, you know what I mean? You know, if I'm going around the planet and you're tagged for PvP and I'm flagged for PvP and I just take you out and I go on along with my day, you're just going to respawn right there and you're fine. You know, it's exactly. not... That's not And, I, and I don't... Don't do be it relentless about it is what you're saying. Yeah, and I don't do it when they're in the middle of something, right? Yeah. So, like, if they're in the middle of a fight or if they're battling a boss or something, but he was just standing there in the middle of nowhere.
1: That's he good probably PvP off,
0: etiquette, my friend. I like that. See, that's the thing. So, you're a good guy. Yeah, so he was probably off going to the bathroom or getting a drink or something and... <laughs> Came back and he was dead. So you know, hey, <laughs> well,
1: that ha- that happens to me when I pass out of my computer.
0: <laughs> yeah, as far as he knows, he could have been bitten by a womp rat. And- exactly. Um, all right. So, anything else you do this week? Um, no, that's basically it. Um, there, there is something I was I was coming up with about because um, I was starting to go through collections. Yeah. But I'm going to bring this up in uh, a later comment because it dovetails with something to do with uh, something that uh Swartor posted. So yeah, we'll let's let's
1: mention that when we get to the discussion part. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, um, my weekend game. I got my Sentinel to 60, and then I realized something when I was looking through my uh, my character select screen. That you have more pub tunes at 60 than <laughs> Imp? I have three pub tunes at 60 and only one Imp, and I just feel like I'm not serving the dark side like I normally do. And it's, it's really weird. I think it's because those three tunes are the last ones I leveled up to 55, Right. And so I guess maybe I don't know what it was, dude. I have no excuses. Should we change your Twitter
0: handle over to uh to Jedi Pops? That's not okay. That nobody's gonna like that.
1: But yeah, <laughs> dude, I <laughs> it was a little bit of a weird revelation, but whatever. i I started, so anyway, so I started working on my sniper last night. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna work on the other ones. I'm gonna ignore the pubs for a while. And I really like my sage though. Especially before they nerf uh Force uh Forcequake, which is coming soon. Uh, that nerf is coming, so I'm just really just annihilating, especially when I'm doing dailies, which is also what I did this week. I did mostly Black Hole. I did that on like three of my tunes just because, just for credits, uh, I did the weeklies on them. and Mostly, I mean, you can solo Heroic 4 without batting an eyelash while I'm listening to, while I was finishing up Game of Thrones and stuff. So that worked out really well. So that's pretty that's much great. all I did this week. Um, but there's a lot of Swator news this week. Should we jump into that or do you have anything else?
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and jump into the news.
1: Sweet. All right. So, Swotor News. First thing I thought was pretty entertaining was
0: there's some issues at the Rishi Spaceport. Have you? <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I you saw this in the show notes, and I haven't heard anything about it, and I haven't been on Rishi in a couple of weeks. So, what's going it, on? It was
1: really bad last night. Actually, I logged in and I had a tune on Rishi, and I'm walking around, and all of a sudden, there's no floor, and <laughs> you can't tell where you are. Where you're at, you can see the the. You know how there's two levels, right? You can see like the under. Underworld, but you're walking on nothing, and then at some Random. point I fell down and couldn't get back up. It was madness. So anyway, yeah, the Rishi spaceport has some issues, so they're working on that. There doesn't seem to be an ETA right now, but it's kind of entertaining.
0: It's not really that big of a deal, but
1: I don't mind bugs like that.
0: After the, I, I might have to jump over to Rishi just to see what it's like.
1: Oh, it's fun. It's pretty fun. Um, all right, and the other thing is, uh, really quickly, season four. You know, we don't really PvP, but they did release the rewards. A blog uh, discussion thread and a reward table for season four rewards. And just really quickly, they are capping the bottom. So basically, you ha- you can't just go in lose ten matches. Uh, you have to have at least a thousand elo rating to get the title and the season four decoration uh, frame decoration. Um, so you have to have some. You have to do something. You can't just okay, go... Uh,
0: I totally I totally get that. Right. Yeah. Yep, yep. And, and that will hopefully uh, help with, you know, tra- win trading. But, okay, w- if we talked about this a little bit in the pre-show, but mm. the mount that's available for this is phenomenal. Yeah. The yes, Baron Deathmark Swashbuckling Cutter Mount. Mm-hmm. And it has actually convinced me I'm going to do <laughs> PvP for this season because I want this mount. Whether I can earn it, or I just end up buying it on GTN, or wh- however I can end up getting it, I want this mount because. Well, I think so, I see as as it ending soon, though. If, if I am not mistaken, I don't know. I am going to get in and, and see what I can do because yeah. I am looking at this and it's literally like a cross between Cutthroat Island and oh. and the Adventures of Baron Munchausen. So I am like, we, <laughs> and we were talking about how sweet the um, the weapons
1: were. The mount is even better, if that's possible. Right. The mount is sadly the top reward. Yeah, so you have to have a really good rating. Yeah, which isn't
0: going to happen. But I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun
1: trying. Well, I think we should do it together. Let's do like uh, what were we saying? What do they call it? The bad feeling guys? What do they call it? Um, you said it earlier. PvPness. No. Well, yes, it's de- by default PvPness. But uh, what's the other thing? Um, freaky friday is that it you said oh right yeah 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 yeah. so why don't we just like you know towards the end of the week we'll just pvp and see what happens we have to get gear though first we can't go in naked people are gonna hate us we'll talk we'll talk it'll be fine okay all All right right. so these rewards are great we'll have the we'll have the link in the show notes um i'm not going to go through this whole thing but honestly the titles are pretty sweet it's swashbuckler the dauntless and the infamous um you get the cutter mount at the gold rating And if you're one of the top top, you get the Dread, whatever your advanced class name is, title, which is pretty sweet. Um, And the other thing they're changing this year, this year, this season, is that the top top people get all of the rewards from below. So if you're really one of the Dauntless, but you're really good or vice versa or whatever, you get all the stuff below, which I think is fair, which I think is a good idea. You know, actually, the Dauntless is my favorite title out of those. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet title. Personally, I like the infamous just because... I mean, right? You're weird. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there's more here. Obviously, you know, if you're into rank PvP and that kind of thing and you're interested in this, uh, definitely check out the link. Uh, we don't normally do Pv- PvP, but we might report something different next week. Who knows? We'll see. You shall we've see. We've got the week off. We'll, we might go crazy. I know, right? <laughs> All right, man. Um, so I think there was just something offhand I wanted to mention. Um, a tweet that Snave put out from Musco, he said uh when we get the pts back online we are working with dev to make it so that 8v8 will only populate into hutball so i guess on the pts they were experimenting with all pvp going into hutball which i think was going to help Mus, uh, not Musco, help snave with what he was trying to organize on the pts as far as 8v8 tournaments and i, and I think that's pretty cool um so hopefully uh, hopefully that worked out. I didn't follow up and and catch that, so this might be old news. But Snave is good, and he'll organize things, and he's fun to listen to. So if you if you want to listen to somebody be snarky and do PvP, that's that's the that's the place to go. We like Snave. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, next thing: stronghold mission terminals. Which, okay, so we we did talk about this pre-show. So I'm just gonna read the uh, read the gold post here, and this is from David Stats. Um, and some, uh, he's the assistant designer and they're talking about the desire to have mission terminals on your stronghold. So he says, thank you for your continued and awesome suggestions. I have seen this particular suggestion throughout stronghold discussion. So I thought I would jump in and give some insight. While we have discussed the possibility of adding in mission terminals to strongholds at this time, we do not have any plans to do so. We are striving to keep a balance between stronghold and fleet utilization, and as such, you may see some functionality which is available in strongholds not present on the fleet and vice versa. Mission terminals are one such case, and we feel at this time that they are best served to remain on the fleet and not within strongholds. Hopefully that helps. Please keep the great suggestions coming in. So I like that they're listening, but what are your thoughts on this? Do you want to see mission terminals on your
0: in your stronghold? Um, I think it'll definitely decrease fleet pops if it does. So... Um you know, it doesn't bother me at all because it, really the stuff that you get on the mission terminals or the weeklies and dailies, and I haven't really, as I've talked about with my gaming calendar, I really don't dig into that much too much. So um, it would be nice as a yeah. thing of life, but you know, again, it would definitely decrease flea pops. The one thing I would be interested in is having a priority mission turn or priority priority transport terminal on stronghold, and it's. No, and what the thing is again that would decrease pops a little bit. But the thing is, is when you purchase through legacy, the um, you know being able to transport to Outlaws to your priority, you know, all those things that have a cooldown, uh, they're already basically allowing you to do it by circumventing fleet. So maybe make it a a, a legacy perk where once you unlock all of the transport perks. Mm-hmm. You know, for Outlaws Dan and Yavin, and all the ones that you can buy on the Legacy, uh, uh, the Legacy page, it allows that one to unlock, and you can purchase one for your stronghold.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it as a Legacy fifty perk either. I mean, honestly, I think there is a lot of things I could do with Legacy. Uh, I would like to see a mission terminal on the on the stronghold, but again, I'd much rather see, like you said, the priority transport. Um, Mm -hmm. I pretty much, and that's when I'm gaming, I mostly use the priority transport for everything because I'm doing, I'm doing dailies or I'm going to those planets for some reason. So I, I don't see, I think, I think that's a better legacy 50 perk than, than some of the other stuff that I've thought about in the past. And I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, yeah, having a mission term, having a mission, uh, priority mission terminal would be awesome. I don't see that, that detracting from, uh, you know, Fleet population as much as, uh, as the other one. So I think that's going right. to do. Yep. All right. So um, I guess that's it on that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they'll, they'll keep making changes. So, the big thing this week, our discussion topic, and that's pretty much all the news we want to cover, obviously. Um, right. But the big discussion topic of this week is that they finally came back with the live stream that is essentially the replacement for the Boston cantina that they canceled due to snow. Right. <laughs> uh and I was stoked to see the times on this. It worked out as I've said before, I do I am a teacher at a school, a high school, and it worked out somewhat perfect between partway through my lunch and through my prep period to watch the entire live stream. So, I threw some tweets out there uh, it was fun to kind of interact with the, with the community, and this was um, again kind of their shift. And it was not a Q and A; they weren't, they didn't field any questions um, that I can recall at all from from the uh, from the chat room at all. There were a lot of people in the chat room, um, right. but I'm just going to start kind of at the top and go through this stuff. Uh, Dolphy, okay. Dolphy, Dolphy, Swotor Network. Um, I'm sure Tor Community and some of the other other guys have notes as well, and I looked at theirs very similar to mine, so I'm looking at mine. So there we mm-hmm. go. Um, so they first came out and they were saying they're going to talk about the story coming to Zyost and what's coming in game update 3.2. They said there weren't going to be any spoilers. There, there, there were a few, but yeah. you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, uh, in attendance was, uh, Eric Musco, Bruce McLean and Michael Backus. I'm trying to remember if I met Michael Backus at the San Francisco one, um, I cannot remember if he was there or not. But anyway, I've met both Bruce Bruce McLean and Eric Musco before, and and it was a great live stream. So starting at the top. So they're talking about the story coming to Zyost. First, they start with 3.2. So the big announcement, of course, is that it's called Rise of the Emperor. And the target date, I tweeted it out. It's coming on April 28th. And people are like, they just said target date. Well, whatever, dude. Yeah, it's a target date.
0: I mean, things are such to change.
1: And everything is subject to change, so I wish people wouldn't get so worked up. But anyway, um, yeah, so Rise of the Emperor, obviously, something's going to happen there, right? I mean, Right. There's a of rocket science. Right,
0: it's a spoiler <laughs> in the title. <laughs> yeah, so if they're trying to give spoilers away, they probably shouldn't have called it Rise of the Emperor. Yeah, so we apologize if you haven't finished the Shadow of Revan story yet. Spoiler.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess that would be spoilers if you haven't finished that story. But if you haven't finished that story... Whatever. So before if you haven't get- <laughs> finished that story, you're probably not listening to us. Exactly. Before I get to that, though, what a couple of things they did that were really cool in this live stream was um, they gave out... They did giveaways. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was Cartel Coins. So Tate was in the live stream, and he basically said... You know, if you want to be, consi- you know, if you want to enter the cartel coins giveaway, you know, type CC coins. And so you see chat span with CC coins. Um, you know,
0: this <laughs> is one thing you were able to watch it live. Unfortunately, it the perfect, the, the time it couldn't have been less perfect for me mm-hmm. is it happened to be at the exact time of my last final <laughs> that I could not miss. So, uh, okay. I had to watch it when I got out of my final. So, uh, it was, it was still really entertaining to watch, but I couldn't partake in the, uh, the giveaways.
1: Yeah, and and the giveaways were cool. The second one, even though I'm sure people entered it, whether they had it or not, but it was they were giving away the uh, Revan expansion, basically uh, Shadow of Revan expansion. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, I never actually caught it. Did you catch it? It was something.
0: Yeah, they mentioned that people spamming. Yeah, they outfits. mentioned that yeah that they were giving something out, but I don't know what it
1: was. Yeah, I I missed it. I I don't know what I was doing. Maybe I was tweeting or something. But I know the keyword was outfits, and I entered. But I don't know what they were giving away. But that's not the point. All right, so they did show some cinematics, which was pretty cool, and some screenshots. The Cinematics Zyos. were awesome. Zios yeah. looks incredible. Oh, it's going to be really cool. So the main thing was intro. They showed the intro for the Empire and the Republic. The Empire was kind of cool. You know, Lana comes out. Um, you know, she's like, "It's time to confront the Empire on Zios." You know, and it's the like, Emperor, not the Empire. the Emperor. What did I say? Emperor, Emperor uh, on, on Zios. And you know, you fly into the orbital station. And then things happen. That's kind of all. That was it, right? right? Mm-hmm. And the Republic one, Theron Sean, I thought that was a little more exciting. I don't know what you thought.
0: Um, yeah, I definitely thought the, the Republic side was a little bit more exciting. Yeah.
1: Well, basically it's Theron saying, oh my God, I was trying to get in covertly and I didn't make it. And I did the wrong codes or something. And he's hit and don't come looking for me. And of course you're going to go looking for him.
0: So yeah, that was of kind of that, that was kind of exciting. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Where it, we're obviously going into a dark planet, right? So mm-hmm. a dark side planet. So I'm really curious to see how they, um, how the Republic is going to react on there. You know what I mean? So it'd be cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think it'd be cool. And and well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, let's see screenshots. There were some screenshots from Zylus, which I thought were cool. They were talking about like, as you said, dark side heavy, um, kind of call to the planet. Uh, the Emperor is kind of calling people and he's basically possessing spoilers, possessing um Force users on the planet.
0: What I love, well he's more than just Force users but what I love is that he's they're bringing back characters you've met throughout your story already. Yeah. And those are ones that happen to be on Zios for some reason that he's possessing.
1: Which I thought was cool too. And so like,
0: yeah, it would be cool to start seeing um, dude I can't remember if she survived in the story but she's the uh
1: on Republic side, she's uh,
0: Sergeant Jacko. Uh,
1: oh, oh, the one you're thinking the trooper story? Yeah, Greco. In, Greco?
0: What no, it's name? it's the one that everyone wished would end up being have been having oh, been the, a <laughs> companion, the romantic.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't remember her name. Um, yeah, I think
0: it's Sergeant Jackso.
1: Okay, we'll go with
0: anyway. So, anyways, go ahead. It would be kind of cool to see her there. Anyways.
1: Yeah. So one of one of the other things I thought was cool was they were talking about just another massive city, which I love the the stuff they're coming up with as far as the like Rishi. If it's anything like Rishi, I'm I'm pretty much excited about it. Um, yeah.
0: Well, the, the the screenshots they were showing of the city, it's a it's like a huge underground cavern city. And granted, you you could start making some comparisons to uh, to Zion in the Matrix. Oh, and and it's kind of what it it looked like. It was, you know, up on the. It it kind of almost looked like that. I would. I I know. I would love it. I would love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. If there's something that's like not interactable, but you're running past a a hole and you look inside and there's just like a big, huge dance party going on. You can't see it, but I'm dancing right
1: now. I'm in in my naked dance party, the sweaty dance party from the Matrix, right? Oh, that would be so funny.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome.
1: Um, All right. So. I think it was called New Odasta, but maybe I got the spelling right. Odassa, Odasta, something like that. Something like Um, that. All right. So they showed some other cinematics, the Emperor um, talking through many people. They didn't show that, but they were talking about that was something that even Eric was like, oh, my God, that was awesome.
0: Yeah, because it was like it's mid-conversation. He's switching Mm -hmm. between people. So it's like mid-phrase, and I'm like, that's going to be really cool. Yeah, it's going to be
1: awesome. Um, All right, and I like the idea of the new group of Jedi, too. It's called the Sixth Line, a militaristic sect, right? This looks really cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry, I thought you were going to say more about that. No, um, sorry.
0: Yeah, no, this looks really cool, and I'm, I'm actually excited <laughs> about it. Um, you know, I admit when they when we're listening to the live stream and they first start mentioning that there's going to be a new line of Jedi, I'm like, okay, this is where they're finally going to bring in the gray Jedi. And I'm like, no, they went yeah. the other route and went ultra wing on it and just made it a whole new military thing. I'm like, awesome. Yeah, those people seem crazy, which I'm pretty excited about that. Yes, definitely.
1: Um, and, all right. And then they showed another video, uh, mid story video. It's called The Powerless Cinematic, which I thought was cool. Um, Theron basically comes out and talks about how he escaped. Uh, there was some overload. He was cured by an imp shocking them unconscious. So you kind of get the idea of like, they have this Im- Im- Imperial dude who's possessed, kind of strapped to a table, and then they basically shock the crap out of him. Right. And, and knock him and, and get the. I guess it severs the connection between the Emperor. I guess is what I got out of it.
0: Yeah. I, and, you know, it, it kind of makes you think that they're going to... If they can bring in some companions that have links to the Emperor, like... Um, Scor- oh. Scourge? Scourge, but more importantly, um, the uh, uh, the companion on Jedi Knight. The one who used to be an Emperor's Child. Search of the K. The girl, the redhead. Kira. Kira, yes, thank you. Um, something like that, where somebody who's already had a major connection yeah. to the Emperor, she's hopefully they can bring that in into the story somewhat. Totally, I'm with you. And you know, and then they went to the.
1: Uh, let's see, Lana got a promotion, which I thought was kind of cool. She's the Minister of Sith Intelligence. Well, she so was named.
0: Was... Yeah, well, she was named Minister of Sith Intelligence at the end of Shadow Revan.
1: Oh, was well, she? Okay, I, maybe they just maybe in the clip they referred to her as that, and I just kind of thought
0: that was a promotion. yeah the the theron mentions it that she's the head of the minister of sith intelligence and yeah at the end of the shadow of uh storyline, um darth marr names her the he reconstitutes intelligence and names her and so the end of that clip what i thought was
1: just plain awesome um there was a call from the chancellor um and and she's just like we're invading right now and all of a sudden all these freaking republic ships
0: just come out of hyperspace okay do you want to know the first thought that went in my mind on this please is that the chancellor has never been that much balls to the wall you Mm -hmm. know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i'm like is she possessed maybe i don't know and she's being forced to invade Ah, uh, but that shot though. <laughs> oh no, that was a great shot. Don't get me wrong. That's but, one of the things about the Star
1: Wars universe when ships come out of hyperspace in mass. Like I just get excited. That's
0: oh, awesome. like that that scene in the season finale of Rebels was awesome. Uh, yeah, that was, well, but that was awesome. But the Chancellor usually isn't this uh, hardcore, right? And so a little more reserved. Was, exactly. I thought saying. it was yeah. a little bit more, uh, a little out of character. So uh, we'll see where that goes.
1: All right, So we could know this stuff. I personally don't like knowing the story till it launches. Um, I like, you know, I, I, okay. So essentially we're jumping around a little bit, but the end of the live stream as kind of a subscriber surprise perk, even though people point out on Twitter that the PTS has always been subscriber only, which is fine, but it's still a perk. Um, 3.2 is live on the PTS right now for subscribers. And so you can check out all the stuff we're about to talk about and you could check out, you know, the story and 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 test that right now. Um we could have done that. We chose not to, or at least I chose not to. I'd rather wait until it launches for the story part, but the
0: other parts that we're going to talk about, I want to leave. I want I did I did jump on and look at. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm waiting for launch for the for the story. I mean, I really want to know the story, but I'm I'm I mean, it's only another four weeks, five weeks. So I'm going to wait on that. But yeah, the, the other stuff that we're just about to talk, I've jumped on and I've already checked out a couple of things and we'll talk about it, but there's other stuff I'm interested about. So, all
1: right. So we have a little bit more to get through. So let's just do that. So the first thing that they mentioned outside of story was that what they want to do with 3.2 is making travel easier. Something yes. that I know subscribers and people can t- cantinas have been asking for, for years. So, uh, first of all, they just want to make it easier. So a couple of ways that they're going to do that is all travel points are going to be unlocked on a planet.
0: Thoughts on that, sir? Um, they, They've already started going with that when they when they created Makeb and yeah. and Voss. It's, they're already unlocked there, too, for the most part. They're already they're unlocked part. because you have a central hub that you have to expand from right. with those. Now, I'm really on board with this because I, the, interacting with the quick travel points is just kind of a pain because you just sometimes forget you get there and you get on the speeder and you take off. But uh, I'm excited about the uh, the speeders being unlocked because, um, you know, I went through with my main and unlocked every, you know, I got the Master Explorer uh, title. I went through and unlocked every single thing in the game. You would. But that, was the, <laughs> yeah, thanks, but that was the only one that I've done that with. So, you know, like I said, I was doing Belsavis Dailies, and I went on with a different character, and there was a couple of points that I hadn't unlocked yet. And so I... Had to go traveling through a whole bunch of Dulcavus, which is super annoying. Exactly. So you know, yeah, I'm I'm happy they're doing this.
1: And so what you alluded to too is one of the things they're changing is uh, you don't have to interact with those quick travel points anymore. You know how right. you know, not having to click on that little thing. I forgot one the other night because I guess I had never done black hole on a pub tune when I was on there, and I was like, oh, I didn't press the damn button. I had to go back and do it
0: anyway. I was saying going to say that you, you still have to be near it. You don't automatically get it. But if you're going to be at the speeder, you're going to be near the quick travel points. So you'll get it unlocked. And sometimes I have not- a hard
1: time seeing those stupid things. Yeah. You know, unless I'm looking at the map. So I'm glad. Uh, yeah, being near it obviously is important. But not having to press it is huge yeah. for me. Um, and then the other thing is uh, reducing quick travel. Um, <laughs> uh, this is probably the best change ever. Uh, oh, Definitely. So- Reducing the quick travel time limit, uh, I guess, uh, cooldown to six minutes, Mm -hmm. and since on every single one of my tunes I have the you know reduced cooldown legacy perked, uh, that's going to go down to zero.
0: Right, because as it is right now, uh, the the minimum you can have it at is what ten minutes or eight minutes or something like that. I can't remember. It's like it's like even after legacy.
1: Yeah, it's seven or eight or something. It's something kind of. It's not a whole whole lot of time, but if you screw up and go to the wrong spot and having to wait six minutes is annoying.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about this because it's just going to make it, especially for me being an achievement where you're constantly going around to different parts of the just to do one simple thing. And so this is really going to help out with that.
1: Exactly. So I'm pretty stoked about that. And then the big one, uh, <laughs> the biggest thing I guess that's coming with 3.2 is they they finally, uh, you know lifted the veil so to speak on uh the outfit designer
0: yeah i really enjoyed this i there's a couple of issues i have with it um for i mean not not really issues it's just you know well let me you, let me tell them yeah. what it's
1: a, roughly what it is real quick and exactly then, go ahead and then we'll get into that okay so real quick so you can unlock and stamp 16 slots with gear so essentially you have your under undergear? under gear? That sounds kind of Weird. So you, your have your, you, have your, <laughs> you have your underwear. <laughs> you have your base gear, which has all your stats and everything, your augments and stuff. And you have 16 slots you can unlock and stamp on top for appearance purposes. So you don't have to pull your augments out um, you know, and, and pull your mods out in order to change your look which is right. kind of cool. And, of course, these unlock with certain, you know, the money didn't seem too, the credits didn't seem too bad at first. You know, 20000 20, I think the high end, I think, was under a million, um, which isn't too bad. Um, and so just your background many, stats appear the same. Say yeah, to, yeah, well,
0: think about the creds you're going to be saving by not having to pull out all your mods and augments and everything. It's just going to be cost-effective to just do it.
1: You know, and I wrote that blog post when they when 3.0 first came out. I was so mad because they were giving us gear going through the forge alliance and stuff but I had mm-hmm. to pull all this stuff out and then that was before they made it so uh, um you didn't have to pay for your skills remember that little debacle yep and so before they pulled that out I was broke and mm-hmm. if I didn't if this was in then I would I would have been golden so this is gonna be a money saver uh, overall and basically they got and the cool thing is they got this idea from a cantina event which I thought was pretty neat so let's just let's discuss this for a couple minutes
0: so what do you like what don't you like that. Um, I like it. I like it all for the most part. The one thing I don't care for is that you can put all these, you know, sixteen things into your your gear slot, but you still have to find a place for them in your inventory,
1: right? Or you could destroy them, which I discovered, but that means you would have to get it
0: again or unlock it in your collections again in order to put it somewhere else. Exactly. And so, if you choose something that isn't available in collections, which is something I'll get to a little mm-hmm. bit later too then you're kind of screwing yourself if you destroy it. Yeah. And so, I mean,
1: I it would be really nice, and I can't imagine them changing this before it launches. It would be really nice if those, especially since you're unlocking it with credits, it would be really nice if those slots acted as storage as well. Like, yes. I don't see, I mean, I maybe it's a UI thing, maybe it's a programming thing. I don't know what it is, but if I pull that out of my inventory... And put it into that slot, I would like that to also store it there. So I don't have to keep it in my legacy storage. Now, the only other thing, the reason that this works without it being storage is that if it's a legacy item, for example, I can put it on one of my tunes. Like, let's say there's this legacy chest piece I really like. Mm-hmm. Slap it on one tune, put it, take it, you know, put it out of my inventory, put it in my legacy storage, get it on. Like, if I want all my tunes to look the same. Right. Like with the same chess piece, all of them can use that one chess piece. And I don't have to get it again, find it again, unlock it in collections, et cetera. So, I mean, that's, that's the only I, – I wish you have the – I guess the choice would be nice. Do I want to store it here, <laughs> you know? Or do I want uh, to, to be able to have it available for my other tunes?
0: You know, actually, I didn't spend a lot of time on the PTS with this, so I have one question. Is mm-hmm. it only available with your tune, or can you also do it with your companions?
1: You cannot do it with your companions. Absolutely.
0: You okay, imagine if you're uh, an RPer, right? You're definitely into the roleplay, right? And so then, you know, we have a you get on for life day and you're going to a life day party or anything. Right. I mean, I'm not not a role player myself, but I'm just saying from their point of view, I'm granted they're not a huge percentage of the, of the population, but you know, you say you choose that you want to have some of your social gear as one of your choices in your, your, uh, in your outfit designer. Right. So say Mm. you have in your formal gear, right? Well, you obviously you're going to want to put as a role player, you're going to want to put your companion into the, the formal gear as well.
1: Right.
0: You know what I mean? So it just, it, it,
1: i don't know yeah i i'm wondering i did see a little bit of talk on this i didn't dive too much into it i'm wondering if that's something they're considering i don't see i see it as just another obviously it's a programming thing but as another credit sink why not have 16 slots on your companions on each companion i mean that would be pretty interesting yeah it's
0: just more credits for them to make
1: yeah or get out of the game which this game is fairly credit heavy of course um yeah I don't know I like the system I I've seen systems like this in other MMOs um most well I don't want to say most a lot of MMOs have a credit uh, a credit uh, an appearance designer of some sort to where you have a base you know, your armor, but then you can put on costumes, right? So, you know, one of your slots is a uh, formal wear. One of your slots is your Hoth wear. One of them is your Tatooine wear. You know what I mean? If you want to look like a Tusken Raider on Tatooine, then you have the whole set, you know? So I'm personally glad. I'm, I'm really, really personally glad <laughs> that yeah. I still have cargo holds full of orange gear I never got rid of.
0: Yeah, well, that, that, the the Tuscan Raider, the Sand people examples what musko was doing during the, the live stream. Yeah, and actually, I'm gonna bring this up now. Is this, if if you guys have been listening to us since the beginning, you'll understand that one of my wall of crazy ideas is I want a, a closet where all gear is is uh, stackable, right, within its own gear set, right. So
1: now, real quick, are you talking about like having all your chess pieces be on top of this of chess
0: pieces? No, 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 no. So your or entire, within the same set, right? So your entire uh, Tuscan Raider set is stackable within itself. Got it. Got it. And okay. this is obviously doable because when they released Galactic Starfighter and they had those four sets, they came in the pack mm-hmm. that way in a box. And so there were some that I actually haven't kept in that box, so I don't have it taking up a ton of room.
1: It'd be and nice I to almost, rebox
0: them, is what you're saying. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Which I you know, it, and man. honestly, even if we don't have a or whatever, rebox them so it's taking up one slot instead of seven. Right. Got it. But then I was thinking about because I was actually messing around with collections which I never really got heavy into since I had some free time a couple days ago and I'm thinking why not just make collections open to all items in the game and titles and all this stuff and not just cartel right because and you could still have limits on it like say for example, with my main I've got the formal gear you can get when you get to what is it social level two and you're on sure. narshada or something right so you unlock the formal gear you buy your formal gear and you put it on and it gets put into your collections right so therefore it's theoretically open to all your other tunes but they say the tune can't unlock it from collections until they also reach social level 2 right so you still hmm. can have the limits on it but you're taking it out of storage and making it much easier for because i can i can guarantee you there's some players that don't buy those because they don't want to take up the time in the inventory yeah i think
1: the only downside to what you're saying and and this is all i think all bioware would say is that there's a crap ton of items in this game you know so there would have to be some i mean think of paging through collections right now is kind of annoying but if the if every item was in there it'd be but then again that's just
0: a sorting issue it is and and as it is right now collections is sorted horribly Oh, right? so bad. I hate so, it. But if they sort it easily into social items or event items and, you mm-hmm. know, instead of... Because as it is right now, because it's cartel, they're sorted by cartel packs they originated from. Right. And nobody really cares where they came from. Yep. It'd be much easier if you put it into sets of, you know, social items and um, PvP gear and, you know, you had in actual things that made sense for gameplay. Yeah, you have a bunch of tabs, and then you have a bunch of it's. You kind of sort it like the
1: GTN. You say, okay, this is a PvP piece of gear, and then you have chess pieces. You have, you know, mm-hmm. um, hand, you know, hand, feet, whatever. I mean, I'm I'm with you, dude. I think, I, I think eventually, hopefully, they'll get to something like that. But yeah, I think
0: it it definitely would require acquire a lot of work in the yeah. front end, but it would be such a huge bonus for for quality of life because it's going to help on so many different fronts. So it's going to help with storage. It's going to help with um, getting people to interact more with gear that they normally wouldn't because they don't want to buy stuff because it'll be that's so, which is gonna put more credits, you know, but yeah. you know, in and out of the thing. And it's gonna I think liven up the GTN because people are gonna be more willing to try to especially when you get completionists who want to get everything True. like me. True. So it's definitely gonna liven up multiple facets of the game. So as of right now, I'm ignoring my wall of crazy closet idea. And just my wall of crazy idea now is simple. Unlock collections to every item.
1: Yeah, work on collections. And I'm with you. And I think, uh, and as an example, on my Sentinel, I found a green chess piece I really thought was cool looking, right? And so I actually kind of went, out, went around looking for an orange equivalent. Eventually I found it, but I don't know. It just would be cool to kind of have that piece. And I think that's what the costume system is doing. Like, I could use that green piece now for one of my looks.
0: Right. In, in other, in other way, this is going to help out you know uh, different areas of the game is i mean how many people started crafting early and now they've got all these schematics that they can do for for green and blue and, and totally worthless you know purple gear that are, are worthless but now you know there are might i mean if i mean if, if worst case scenario it doesn't do anything you know mm. to help that best case scenario it livens the market a little bit for older gear just because people want to have it in their collections and have it available to them if they want it i'm with you man Well, we'll see what they come up with. Um, Let's
1: let's get to the last couple things here uh, from the cantina, or not the cantina, from the live stream. Uh, Some of the cantina tour changes are going to do. They're going to change the reward system. So, one of the things I thought this is kind of cool. They're going to have a mount that's exclusive to the cantina event with color variants with a random drop, which is cool, which I'm excited about because we're going to be there in a few months at at Comic Con. but, you know, people were asking, and we talked about this last week, people were asking, well, if I can't afford to go to events, I'll never get to a event because you never come near me. How am I going to get one of these mounts? I think I deserve one of these mounts. And they said, well, anybody who goes to the Cantina event will have an unlock code. Once they unlock it, we'll get a code that they can share with their friends, five of their mm-hmm. friends. And each one of those friends can use that code once they unlock it to give it to five of their friends. So I think it's going to be pretty hard not
0: to get one of these mounts. Exactly, but what this does is it forces people to become more social within the game. Exactly, and I think this is only a good thing,
1: yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm happy about that, and then they're going to have a, um, during the celebration, uh, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim in a few weeks, they're going to do, they finally announced what they're going to do. They're going to do a one-hour live stream partnering with ESL, Mm -hmm. which was what they canceled, obviously, the uh, Operation Victory tournament a little bit ago. Uh, they're going to partner with them to live stream the event. So I'm going to tune in. I think everybody should tune in. I think that's going to be awesome. And as we talked about last week too, they're going to have a green screen, green screen, uh, with the five Oh first with props and stuff like that with different backgrounds, which I think is going to be awesome. I can't wait to see what some of the community comes up with with that. And, and that's going to be cool. I love the five Oh first. I love what they do. And, and I hope that's, that turns out to be pretty cool. So I hope they do that in San Diego. Can they, will
0: they, what do you think? (laughs) Uh, it'd be nice, but yeah. again, like we we're talking last week, it's starting a shift towards Disney yeah. events. So, well, the five hundred
1: first, the five hundred first, there are people down there in San Diego. We know that there's a, there's a, there, they have a whole booth and everything. So,
0: yeah, definitely five hundred first is going to be down there. But whether whether Star Wars right. does anything with them is if a they're going to partner. Yeah, that's
1: true. All right, man. So the next thing they're going to do is May the 4th, they're going to give out the the M4 Astromex, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, I tweeted this one as well, but that was pretty fun. So the Astromex have been giving out the last events. Um, Everybody's going to get it uh, on May the 4th. It's just a thanks for playing Swell Tour. So I think that's great. Um, and the choose your path promotion they talked about that again um and really we already knew everything seven days of sub time black purple Mm -hmm. striated crystal for subs and that kind of thing if you're sub by may march 29th but of course then the last thing they said was like oh by the way 3.2 is on the pts bye and then they shut (laughs) down the stream and uh everybody's like what so everybody's trying to update the pts and of course we all know that takes like 12 hours yeah, it took a long time for me. <laughs> so that was that was pretty much it here. Um, should we look at the? They did put out the flash drive.
0: Yeah, that was one of my favorite things about going to the the events was getting the flash drive that would have mm-hmm. the the uh, you know exclusive screenshots and stuff like that. So they they did make it available to download, um, which is very cool. Marshall got a hold of all that stuff and and I will be posting it all to Pinterest so you guys can see it uh, the next couple of days.
1: Yeah, you know you can find it other places. Um, we're going to put it on the Pinterest for sure, which I which I love. It's it's neat when you go to these when you go to these events. It's something about. I mean, I still have all my flash drives from every event in this drawer right next to me. It's <laughs> I, I can't get rid of them. They say Star Wars: The Republic on it. Um, it's pretty cool. So uh, of course, if you ever have a chance to go to one of these events, do it, and you get the flash drive and there's all the cool stuff on it. So um, all right, I think we are. That's our longest SWOT tour maybe ever. So Um,
0: So let's go go on to our shortest Star Wars ever.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Actually, one last thing before we give out our our friendly deal, there are patch notes for 3.2 as far as class balancing and that kind of thing. There's a ton of class balancing threads going, um, trying to tweak it before it goes live. If you're into class balancing, which we don't really cover on this show, uh, I do have the link in the show notes. Of course you can find those threads on the um, official page as well. So, that's it for SWOTOR this week, my friend. If you, for the love, are listening 15 minutes later uh, into our SWOTOR section and you have not played SWOTOR, thank you. Thank you for being here. But uh, if you want to play the game, we have our refer friend links on the show in the show notes and on the usual podcast.com on our about page so let's get to our probably our shortest star wars section It's not a lot of star wars going so let's get to the star wars section
0: and you just totally blew me away by saying it was 50 minutes and i just i was like oh my gosh it's hard to believe it's hard to believe all right so welcome to the star
1: wars section of the show uh this week it's a shorty last week was probably our longest star wars section and this week will might be our shortest um We are not going to do Star Wars comics this week, I don't think. Um, No, because silly me, I haven't read Star Wars 3 yet. Someone hasn't quite gotten to Star Wars 3 yet, so I'm going to hold him to that for next week. Um, And also, I want to talk... Will that overlap with Kanan? It won't overlap with
0: Kanan. No, Kanan, I think, is the second week in April. That's two
1: weeks. Okay. So, I may have something else to throw in for Star Wars comics for next week, too. I I read something else, uh, which I'm excited about. So... We will talk about that. Uh, Let's get into just general Star Wars stuff. The one thing that jumped out at me this week was, uh, you know, randomly you get stuff on Twitter. You know, follow this. And I was like, what is this? EA Star Wars. What is this? And apparently uh, they have an official everything now for Star Wars Battlefront, which we did hear about last year at EA. um, Right. At the EA, not EA, um, E3 event uh last year, and they have announced it 's gonna be a holiday
0: release holiday twenty fifteen release yeah, I remember when they were when they were mentioning it e three all they basically had was the the title screen
1: yeah and and it was like a really short teaser thing and that was it. it was just a you know and that was boom um now they have a little more details. we have a holiday release of twenty fifteen on xbox one p s four and and p c which does leave out the last generation, which is sad for Xbox and PS3 owners. Um, It it looks amazing. There will be a debut at Star Wars Celebration. We'll put a link up in the show notes. They have a blurb on the official uh, Star Wars Celebration page, Mm -hmm. which I think is pretty cool. I'm very excited about this game, my friend. I, uh, we, Well, you downloaded Star Wars Battlefront with that Humble Bumble. Humble Bundle? Humble Humble Bundle? I haven't had a chance to play
0: any of the games from the Humble Bundle yet, but I will... uh, hopefully be spending some time on on those this summer so
1: right and i and but i mean i like i said the reason i bring that up is because a lot of people probably haven't now maybe haven't played it i played it back in the day i love star wars battlefront it's essentially like battlefield with star wars stuff like you jump into an at-at you jump into a snow speeder jump on a speeder bike and and the graphics oh man they look amazing so there's there's one and it's done by dice um uh, studios, which is going to be which is awesome, and I'm, I'm excited about this. I cannot wait for this game, and I'm going to get it on PC, and this might be the first game I pre-order since Star Wars The Old Republic. Really? No, I'm lying. I pre-ordered um, a couple other games, but um, I haven't been buying too many games, man. I only play one game these days. Yeah. All right, no, wait. I did get Dragon Age Inquisition because I love Bioware. That game's really good. It's
0: really good. All right, <laughs> so, so I anyway, much? I know, right? Alright, so uh what else do you want to talk about in Star Wars? That's kind of Um you know, I just had a random thought going to my mind. We were going through the show notes and we got a little canon section here, and I'm thinking, okay, you know that we've been ta- we talked about it, you know, at length last week on what's canon, what's not canon, and all that stuff, and it just thought on me, is holiday special canon anymore?
1: I don't know, man. Can you can you go back and say Just kidding. We made a mistake. I mean, that actually literally was canon. I think.
0: Well, everything was was canon. I mean, they got rid of the EU. (laughs) I mean, and. Yeah,
1: but. But and, Lucas had something to do with that,
0: though. <laughs> oh, I understand that. But they, but when they talk about what's canon now, is they talk about the six films, the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars cartoon, the Rebels cartoon,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: everything released since the merger. They don't bring up the holiday special. And, you know, big thing, You know, it's just what's canon, what's not canon, whatever. But the thing is, there's a couple things in there that are kind of important. I mean, does Chewbacca have a family? Really, who cares, right? But the thing is, is, something that's come up in multiple other factions of things have been, like, Life Day. Mm. is life day canon anymore because that was introduced in the holiday special it was the whole point of the the story was that they were giving the life day on Kashyyyk,
1: and you know do life they day is ever mention life day ever in actual canon no they don't in the movies do they do it in the clone wars and that was that's where we're missing
0: yeah I'm not I, I need sure. to
1: finish the clone wars so maybe it's in the clone wars but if
0: not i don't know dude i'm with you yeah so you know it's not important it's just something have you that- seen all of it seen all, of the, holiday all of the holiday specials the copy i have is a really bad digital imprint of a vhs copy and uh-huh. honestly i could get about half and you know this is somebody who i love <laughs> bad stuff i do <laughs> even if a movie is bad I, i've i can honestly say i've only walked out of one movie in my life yeah. it's because i was with my dad and i watched it again later and i'm like okay that was actually pretty funny so i, I, right. I rewatched it right um, there's only one movie I can tell you that I've seen all the way through that I absolutely will never see again because it's so bad, and that was The Road to Wellville, which is just a horrible movie. But, Did it have to um, do it with Beowulf? No, The Road to Wellville was about the... Oh, the, Wellville. I thought you said Waltha well, <laughs> No, The Road to Wellville, and it was uh, about uh, Kellogg, the guy who invented really? Kellogg's cereal, right? But he also had a thing about like vomitoriums and stuff so it was just yeah it was was really gross but it had like john cusack in it and it's just a huge cast but a bomb it was horrible um but i could only get through about half of the holiday (laughs) special i've never been i've never been able to get a
1: copy of it uh anywhere i've seen clips of it of course uh heard clips of it on various star wars podcasts it sounds horrific It is, and you got to
0: remember, it came at the time when you know variety shows were huge. Yeah, I mean, you had the Osmonds, you had Sunny and and Sherry, you had all these. I mean, hell, even Brady Bunch (laughs) had their own variety hour. So you you can understand why it was made, but it's horrible.
1: All right. Well, uh, I think if anybody at Disney and Lucasfilm had any, you know, I'm pretty sure they'd be okay with it not being canon or pretending it never happened.
0: I mean, hell, Chewbacca's son's name is Lumpy. Right? What's that about? I know, right? Screw Okay. Just, that's just poor writing. <laughs> that's it. So why don't we <laughs> go on to the, the madness um, tournament for you?
1: Yeah, so the one other thing I'm just going to bring up offhand, I put this up on a couple days ago on Facebook and Google Plus and stuff. I usually like when this happens. I pretty much hate March Madness because I don't watch college basketball. I just can't. It's too many teams, too much. I haven't done a bracket since I was in high school, but I have a lot of friends who do. Personally, there's been a lot of brackets popping up. I think I even saw a couple of Marvel ones and stuff popping up. Um, but the This is Madness tournament uh, for Star Wars is pretty neat. On, on I have a link in the show notes on the official site. It's fun. Uh, every day you go and vote. They have a light side, dark side vote. And then they move up in the brackets. Um, you know, if you're doing it, let us know. If not, it's cool. But I just... I think it's kind of fun. I don't do it every day. But I like to jump on there and, and vote for the people I like. And I voted... He just said it, voted Lando over Han, dude. <laughs> it was not. It was not a popular decision. Han won, but I look in that matchup. If they had it to do over again, this is what I'm thinking right now. Obviously, Han lost. No, Han beat Lando back in the day. Won the Millennium Falcon, right? right. If they had it to do over again, and as crafty as Lando is in his old age, right, Han, he would not. He would not lose. Lando would not lose, right? So, I think I'm gonna bet on Lando the next time around. <laughs> That's my logic, although Han Solo's one of my favorite Star Wars characters,
0: right, especially after seeing Lando in rebels it's he's kind of a dirtbag <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's amazing. Don't you dare say that about Lando <laughs> uh.
1: anyway no i i I think it's kind of fun um, there's some other ones uh Django fett one the emperor lost to. I think uh, Darth Maul or something random. It, it's kind of interesting to see where it falls. So check it out. This is madness. They do it every year. Um, you know, so if you're a geek and not a college basketball person, it's more your style. Let us know what you vote. Share it. That's it. That's all I got. All right, you ready to move on to pop culture? What? Yes, yes, I am very much ready to go to pop culture. Uh, my 32-ounce beer is, is rolling. I'm ready. we got some good stuff going, dude. So um, I'm going to turn this one over to you, my friend. You start us off. What
0: the hell is going on? It's Cheryl. She's in the cockpit. I think she's trying to kill us all. Oh, good. Oof. <laughs> For a second there, I thought I drank too much. Um, all right. I actually don't have a ton to talk about this week. But um, since we've been getting into Star Wars comics lately, I've really been revisiting my history and love hate relationship with comics. So uh, I did find a uh, that there's a new comic uh, that's out. Is uh, you know if we remember a few weeks ago we had our uh, top ten shows you should be watching, and on that list was Orphan Black. And they actually have a limited run of Orphan Black comics going right now. They just released uh, the second issue, and it's going to be a limited run of eight. Uh, showing a whole bunch of different uh, of the of the uh, the clones on the covers, so it'd be really kind of cool. Marshall seems excited about this. I'm very excited. Calling me, yes, Marshall. Okay, uh,
1: yeah. So when you told me about this, I went to IDW and I almost downloaded the digital um, copies, and I said, you know what? I'm going to see what my my local shop can do for me, as I've been trying to do right. And right. I'm actually thinking about investing in a way to store this because I've been collecting a lot of comics lately. I'm very excited about it. I have some from back in the day anyway. But anyway, I went down there and I talked to them and I got, uh, I got on the sub list, which I'm excited about. I picked out my cover for the second one, which was um, Helena, mm-hmm. like bloody and crazy. Oh, it's amazing. Such a cool cover. Um, and then the third one, I think, is Cosima. Mm-hmm. and the first one was of course sarah which looked, looked well the thing is there's awesome. 10 different covers for the first one one. Oh, oh, i know they just didn't have them all available on the site i was looking at so the right. one i was happy with the ones i picked but i again i i did see some of them on the site the different covers they were they were phenomenal dude they were really cool and i'm i'm very excited about this sadly it's going to be a week or two before i get my copies mm-hmm. um, but I'm i'm really excited to talk about this with you have you read them
0: I have not yet. I've been waiting for you to get them. So
1: cool. So I should have mine. Hopefully this week, if not the week after. Um, I'm excited about this because you know the wife turned me onto this show. I turned you onto the show, mm-hmm. and and it's a phenomenal show. I cannot wait till it comes back, and I can't wait to see what the comics are about. Yeah, I think it's April 10th is when it's coming back. Sweet. I'm in. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I got really pumped about that. No, it's
0: totally fine. the uh, The next thing I want to talk about is uh, late today before we started recording. There was a uh, a report from the Hollywood Reporter, and we'll have the link in the show notes. That uh, the chief creative officer for or one of the creative officers for um, Marvel has come out and made a little bit of a clarification on the plans for Spider Man. Oh. So it it was kind of offhandedly done. So you know, it's obviously going to take it with a grain of salt, as with anything. But um, it looks like that the next Sony movie, which is due to come out July in 2017, is still going to center around um, Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Because that character is going to be introduced in a Marvel context or before that. So it looks like it's going to be centered around Peter Parker, which a lot of people are kind of question because you have the whole miles morales going on right now and it, right. you know when this when this agreement first came up we were discussing how it might be with one one of them might be in the marvel universe and one of them might be in the sony universe and so i really don't know where this is going but you know again not a lot of information but it just looks like they're leaning towards peter parker which you know you can kind of understand from a money standpoint because it's the one everybody knows but you can always argue that it would be nice to have miles morales in because of just increasing diversity
1: yeah and if and if we're gonna have i mean and honestly if we're gonna have star uh spider-man in in mixed in with the i mean with the avengers and stuff i mean
0: that's just they're they're gonna keep that synced up yeah and the in 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 the universe of that one it is peter parker that is involved in that storyline and that is a pretty major point so i that's why I just didn't know that it was going to be the jumping off point for the Sony version. Right. So we'll see. All right. Uh, other than that, the only thing I have to come up with, you know, we keep talking about, you know, that we game and Star Wars and whatnot, but I just want to let people know that I do a couple of uh, mobile games. And if people want to join me on those, um, one is kind of a tie in. I play Marvel Puzzle Quest, which is really cool. It's a, you know, match three game. It's very similar to, in style, to, like, Candy Cratcher, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, bejeweled into the ones you play but it's really themed the storylines are very themed into into um, into marvel obviously and uh, it was actually the first video game that introduced the the new female thor which was kind of cool cool um they just introduced professor x which is really cool um and it's themed very much on a gamer standpoint because they have Dailies and and seasons and they've got all that stuff and actually I know they have a big thing going Is the Deadpool daily so <laughs> Deadpool's awesome. like become a liberation. major character and stuff so it's <laughs> it's a lot of fun so if anybody out there plays Marvel Puzzle Quest and you can play it on you know Google Play or uh, Steam or uh, or iPod or cool. um, I mean um, Apple Store um, just uh, and you're looking for a uh, an alliance to join you can always join mine it's Griggs Boys. Capital G R I G G S, capital B O Y S. Just uh, it's a private uh, alliance, so search for private alliances and just you know I'll let you guys join. It's a lot of fun. Um, And then the other one, normally I wouldn't bring this one up in this one, but uh, I play the Family Guy Quest for Stuff game. What does that even mean? It really means it's a pointless game when they actually hit it right (laughs) on the nose with the Quest for Stuff. But I'm not. The only reason I'm bringing it up right now is they just launched a whole month of Star Trek. Oh really? Yeah, and so they've had a couple things like when Comic-Con hit last year, they had a con in Quahog uh no or, way. In, yeah, Quahog. and they like yeah. yeah, Quahog. And so you're able to unlock uh, like I've got Patrick Stewart playing in my game and I've got No way. George Takei playing in my game yeah, and that's Felicia cool. Day and you know, one the one yeah, Felicia Day's in my game. And you can have her larping in ethereal forest. It's kind of No. Fun. Yes. Um, and the, the, I was a little disappointed because there was one character that was released last Comic Con that I wanted. And it was Nathan Fillion, and I could not get it.
1: No way, you didn't um, get Nathan Fillion? No, because yeah, it was it
0: was just hard. Disappointed. To get. So anyway, so they just <laughs> they just launched the uh, the the Star Trek one. It's heavily themed on Next Generation, and um, so it's really kind of okay. cool because you get to go up to the Enterprise and you're like working around the Enterprise. And I've already unlocked uh, Riker. No um, way. Yeah, and it's so funny because they get is these Will they, Wheaton in there. Well, I don't know yet, but <laughs> it is funny because they do get the uh, they do get um, the the actual actors to do their voices, right? Is so, it really? Yeah, nice. so one of the lines that Riker says when you click on him or when he's walking around, he goes, "Shut up, Wesley." <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, dude. So, it's uh, funny, let but, me know if you if you come across. Uh, Wesley
1: and stuff, that would be cool. Yeah, well cool. I know
0: that they've already the, the, they've announced ones that you can unlock are Jordy LaForge and Data nice. and uh, and and Beverly Crusher. So since Beverly Crusher's on there mm, you know I like Beverly. Yeah, so it's it's really cool and yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. Cool. So That's if you're awesome. on there, you know, find me on, on Facebook and uh, and and add me on Facebook and then you could it automatically links up with the, the Family Guy games. So Quest for stuff. Yeah, the Family Guy quest for stuff, and again, just like Marvel Puzzle Quest, you can play that on you know Steam and and Google Play and and the Apple Store. So cool. Maybe I'll do that. It's I'm it's, intrigued. It's pretty fun, and because <laughs> they do events like they they did a you know Halloween event, and you were able to unlock Freddy Krueger and oh, Jason Voorhees and Alien, and uh, you know then they had um, oh. Oh, they had another one that was like TV themed and so you were able to unlock Walter White from Breaking Bad and hmm. Yeah, so it's it's really kind of it's a fun game and they really tie in a lot of outside pop culture stuff. Cool. All right, man.
1: So, we have well, should, uh rats 2 news? Yes, I completely forgot about Mallrats 2.
0: <laughs> um we mentioned, we mentioned this last, last week because yeah.
1: that was one of the things I i, I I'm happy to say I realized Hollywood Babylon downloaded this week. And I <laughs> and I listened to it and I'm very excited about it. Um so he did mention some All 2 news. Go ahead and
0: He did. Actually, that. I was excited about this for a couple of reasons. First of all, this is the two hundredth episode of Hollywood Babylon that uh, they were doing and they were doing it up in Toronto and so I tweeted about it that I was Toronto. playing <laughs> Toronto. And so I was uh I was actually playing some some solo tour and listening to Hollywood Babylon, and I tweeted about it. And I actually got a favorite from Kevin Smith, so it was kind of cool. You go, dude. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. But the, the big news is they actually had Shannon Daugherty on site, and she came out and confirmed that Shannon Daugherty is going to be in Malrets too. So that's kind of big. You know, the, I think the one person that would be the hardest to get back to do it, and she's already confirmed. And they've and they've also confirmed that Frank Garman's on board. Frank Garmin. Dude. I did. You I'm, said sorry. Frank, you said I'm sorry, Frank. Ralph. I'm
1: sorry, Ralph. Oh, I'm gonna tell him. Oh, that's gonna be my email. And
0: then um um but also it looks like Michael Rooker's in. Um you know, which his stock has just gone up, you know, with you know, uh, Walking Dead and whatnot. Um I think the the big one that would be harder to get just because of scheduling, not because of, you know, star size is Affleck just because yeah. there's so much going on with the DC yeah. universe now. But, you know, he pretty much owes his career to Kevin Smith because, and you know, Affleck's in. He is. I mean, the it, thing that I they him can get in the it 80s. all over like two in, days of filming if they have to, to get him in. But yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, a lot of people, you know, remember that, you know, Affleck when he was younger was in, you know, two of these movies yeah. or three, three, he, he was in Mallrats, Chasing Amy, and Chasing Dogma. Amy, Mallrats. Um, so he, oh, yep. and he was also in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. And so he's yep. So, Damon, is, uh, right? so But a lot of people forget that Kevin Smith was actually one of the executive producers on Goodwill Hunting, so he was able to get the funding he for was. him. So you know, there's a long history going back with Affleck, and so it'd be nice to get make sure he's on board.
1: Well, and I and I, and I think that they're going to make that work. Kind of what they did with Johnny Depp in uh, in the last um, in Yoga Hosers. They just had to kind of jump the scheduling around a little bit, squeeze him in exactly. and then move on. You know, kind of thing. Um, but I, I was kind of excited the way they presented the Shenan thing, though, because she was actually at yeah, the show,
0: which is funny. We <laughs> and then they brought her in, and she's like, <laughs> she kind of acted like she was like, "What, you really want me yeah. to answer this right now?" And Are you then what I love <laughs> is like ten minutes later, Rob was like saying, Yo, and, hey Ben, Ben, you back there?" <laughs> yeah, and no. Ben was not there. <laughs> no, but
1: Shannon Doherty, she said yes, and I think that's awesome. I'm, I'm pretty excited about uh, Mallrats, too. Like I said,
0: I, I love the first one, and I'm stoked to see what he does with the second one. So Yeah, so uh, that's all the stuff that I had for pop culture. What did you have on, on your table for today?
1: I got a couple things. Um, the first thing is we talked last week about Loot Crate. Um, I've been watching my um, FedEx tracking very closely. <laughs> I was secretly hoping it would show up today before we recorded. Um, we're recording on a Monday instead of uh, the weekend, but uh, it should be here tomorrow, maybe Wednesday. So definitely that'll be a next week thing. I'm pretty excited to get my first Loot Crate. Uh, so we'll definitely talk about that next week. Um, and then the other thing, uh, do we want to talk about? Obviously we talked about last week. You told me. We talked about Last Man on Earth. I've been watching the show and I... The wife doesn't really agree with me all the way, but honestly, I think it's might be my new favorite show. So if you haven't been watching The Last Man on Earth, it's phenomenal.
0: It is really funny. I mean, I, I will say that I do like mm-hmm. uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt better, mm-hmm. but Last so Man on is Earth is pretty. Will Forte is just funny. Kristen Schaal is funny. Yeah, uh, And um, January Jones has joined the cast, and she's really funny. So, Well, we both so haven't we-
1: seen the one that came on, what, last night? So yeah, last night's. next week we'll maybe we'll have a different thing, but I'm, I'm really into the show. So you haven't checked it out last mile on earth. It's, it's brilliant in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I'm probably going to watch last night's episode tonight after, after a recording. Same um, here. but, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, going back to loot crate. Um, I, uh, my financial aid got dispersed uh, this week, so I'm going to be ordering money. That. Yeah. Money, <laughs> money, 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 money. So, um, I'm gonna be looking for uh, ordering that this week. So you know what we might end up doing, you know, not you guys uh, hit us up on Twitter or uh, you know comment on our on our pages and, and let us know if you guys would be interested in uh, us doing a little, um, I don't know, 10-15 minute midweek sort of uh, thing once a month when we get our loot crate boxes and we'll do a sure. an unboxing sort of thing on air and and that way it'll be outside of the show but. Still kinda of get uh, the stuff in going on. Same sort of thing that we're planning on doing for you know, whenever there's a new Marvel release or whatever, we're we're gonna do a little standalone uh casts.
1: So. Yeah, and I and I and I want us to get us as we go forward I want us to do that more. Uh some standalone stuff depending on uh what comes up and with anything crazy, especially when we get closer to episode seven, if we just need to get on and talk about something and bust it out. I'm sure people wouldn't be opposed to more podcasts. So we'll just you know, we'll just keep going and see what comes up
0: yeah for two reasons, one, I mean, we don't wanna i mean, as it is right now, we're already getting into the seventy five minute mark on a lot of these casts, and you know if we can you know bust it down to under an hour, or so it makes it easier for people to listen to it on their commutes and and then we exactly. can do a couple of you know fifteen twenty minute ones throughout the week or whatever it'll just make it a lot easier for everybody to consume it, totally.
1: And the last thing I have is, of course, we are headed to San Diego Comic-Con, which we've talked about several times. And um, tomorrow, Tuesday, March 24th, obviously, it'll be way too late once you get this. And we're hoping to have this out by Wednesday at the very latest. But um, they're going to do their crazy hotel reservation open bidding shenanigans. So... I don't know how this works. Uh, We are not going to do. I've always had a workaround with hotels. I've had a buddy that's lived down there um, or we've worked something else out. So we will probably be doing that again this year. Uh, I cannot imagine. Just tell him.
0: Go ahead and tell him. I know you're you're dying to. I'm not dying
1: to, but I'm just saying, you know, Will has access to an RV and it's amazing. And so we're going to RV the hell out of this thing.
0: Yeah. So we're going to, we did this the first time we went down. Oh man. It was so much fun.
1: We parked in a Food for
0: Less parking lot.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't be ashamed. Yes. We parked no, in a Food it,
0: for Less parking lot, and we had a of in time. It was a lot of fun. Um, so uh, it's going to be Party bus 2.0. Exactly. And the
1: 2.0 is only for people that have known us since San Luis days. So, look, <laughs> the the idea, though, is that uh, San Diego Comic-Con does a, their open registration for hotels. It's It's got to be as insane as as you know getting badges so best of luck to everybody uh participating in that um if if you drive by a food for less that's about 20 minutes out of the gas lamp that's there'll be a bus not a bus there'll be an rv there and that's where
0: we'll be and it'll be great there's actually plenty of room in there we could always uh, squeeze a couple yeah. more people in if uh, if anybody <laughs> absolutely needs some help so <laughs> as long as it's absolutely
1: don't just don't
0: just jump on come on well, you know, Marsh and I'll be spooning, so you know there's the answers. Oh, here we go. <laughs> All right. So anyway, and with that <laughs>
1: <laughs> inappropriate part of our show, we will close this out. Uh, is that it? Are we done? That's it. I think that's it. Oh crap! All right, man. Well, I'm excited for Comic Con. Me spooning, too. Spooning wait. aside, I'm very excited. <laughs> like I said, we have our Babylon tickets. Uh, I have I have some badges. We're very. We're I'm in. I'm excited. So. Um, And of course, the cantina event, you know, for SWOTOR people, if you're still in, um, we will be talking closer to that. And we should have probably talked about this at the top part of the show. But uh, for the SWOTOR peeps, we will definitely be doing something. We haven't planned it out yet. Something for the SWOTOR cantina. So look for that in the future. So, thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. We welcome all feedback. So, once again, if you have comments or questions or want to read the blogs discussed on the show, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And find us on Facebook slash usualpodcast, Pinterest.com slash usualpodcast. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will can be found at I am Will Griggs. We are on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Please give us a positive rating or a negative rating. doesn't matter. And like us and share us on all the social medias. We have an audible 30-day trial. AudibleTrial.com slash usualpodcast. You can get a free book. Audible's great. And, or donate and help us out in any way you see fit. So thanks again. And do um, you have anything else, buddy?
0: No, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for listening.
1: All right. We'll see you next week.